0: Welcome to the Gate Crashers podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your ivory tower representative, Amanda Ledeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Ledeke.
1: And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crowe, novelist and speaker.
0: We're going to hit you up with a real practical episode today. We haven't done practical in... Quite a while the NaNoWriMo episode that's kind of practical
1: yeah that's practical
0: um, this is so this is again going back to the practical side of offering advice for the writing career and so today I want to talk about things to keep in mind when you're querying this isn't a how to write a query letter necessarily this isn't a how to research your agent but just things to keep in mind um, because especially this time of year, the holiday season, that's prime time mm. for a lot of people to kind of get their pitches ready right? for January. Even me as an agent, I'm not sending things out. I'm waiting for January, February to hit. And then I've got the projects ready for that. So mm. here, so yeah, I jotted down some things to keep in mind and the, kind of like things I wish authors would know before querying, <laughs> Excellent. Um, keep in mind that timing matters. As I just indicated, you don't want to send your query in the, over the holidays. Mm-hmm. You want to send it January, February. Publishing operates much like the school year, where we are in session when school is in session. Right. And things really slow down in publishing when school is slowing down so even mm-hmm. spring break can throw a wrench in things for book publishing really yeah because lots of editors will be out for the week or and spring breaks are kind of like all over the months of right like those few weeks so it's kind of like this like black yeah it's like a six to eight week want.
1: span of yeah. just like a dip And productivity.
0: So, so yeah, and then summer is slow. And then obviously the holiday season is slow. So prime sending time is January through March, and then um, September through part of November. So, So, those are not very many good windows, but those are the windows. So if you've learned anything today, those are the windows for when to, when to send stuff. Um, I think also something to keep in mind is that this is a business and it's not personal. And I know that's so much mm-hmm. easier said than believed, but that's the truth. And if someone says no to your manuscript, it does not mean that they hate it necessarily.
1: It literally means nothing about you. <laughs> right. It, it literally, Right. I mean, it could, but not inherently. Yeah. It, there's just been so many times where you talk to authors who were querying and they got they got rejected by agents and it, it turned out not because the book wasn't good yeah. but because they already they have a similar project that's already slated or they're so not many, looking to take yeah. on like anybody else they're changing genre like there's yeah there's just endless reasons why an agent might not pick up a manuscript that have nothing to do with the work itself
0: Yeah, I heard uh, Rochelle Gardner is a agent and I heard her liken it to shopping for clothes. Like she might go through the rack and like finger each garment and maybe pull a few out and look for them. But there are only a few that she actually tries on. Right, right. And it doesn't mean that everything that she sees is gross or she doesn't like it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't fit. Sometimes, oh, this just isn't what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a pink blouse, not a jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. You know, there are different reasons why we don't purchase a garment. Right. Um, And I thought that was a great.
1: That is a great analogy. Yeah. Because yeah, like, do I need another black sweater? No. (laughs) Yes, I do. Disregard that. I absolutely do. Well, and then that's funny because
0: for every agent, there is that black sweater that they Mm -hmm. will have 15 of, even Mm -hmm. though they're gathering dust in the closet.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like, do I have two tops that are like maroon and like two that are blue? Yes. Everything else, black, gray. Yeah. Yeah. Your girl knows what she likes. She sticks with it.
0: Yeah. So then that leads us to the good point of like, actually know who you're pitching Know what is their black sweater that they will represent mm-hmm. this book over and over and over again because they just love it so much. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you pitching? What are the books that they've done? What are the authors they're working with? What are the editors that they have relationships with?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Yeah, and just... I mean if, if that agent is landing those deals for that genre, right? That's definitely somebody you want to pitch. Right. Because those those publishers know, like, oh, we we go to this person to see what's yeah. up we we always check to see what what they've got coming through in this yeah
0: for imprint yeah and so how do you even know the agents to research well first of all read in your genre that's another great tip for querying like read in your genre know who the players are many times you know in the acknowledgments the author will mention the agent And then that's how you Mm -hmm. can know, or just Google the author's name and who is their agent. And sometimes you can find out that way too. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's a way to like know the space, know the competition, know the lay of the land and also know who the players are and then how to, you know, then better connect with that agent when you reach out to them.
1: Yeah. And Um, I don't think, I don't think you would be out of line to even message an author whose work you think is similar to yours or that you admire and to say, hey, I want to query your agent. I can't find their information anywhere. I am not asking for you to help me. Mm-hmm. Just can you point me in the right direction? Like you're not asking for an endorsement. You're not asking for anything from them right. other than what's the agency you're with? Who are you with? I would like to see if they'd be interested in my work. Yeah. And then and then you peace out. That's it. Right. Yeah. That's
0: absolutely. It. I love you, that.
1: You won't you won't get a hundred percent responses for sure. But as long as you're clear that you're not being weird, you're not stalking them, you're not asking anything of them, Yeah. that it's just strictly, I am also a writer. I would love to be represented where you're represented. Would you share that? I think you'd have a really high success rate of getting authors to respond to you.
0: Yeah, I think so. Cause they could easily just direct you to a website or like exactly. there's so many ways that they can respond and they can be as friendly or distant as they want to be. You yep, know, it's great. Totally. I think we've done an episode on the contents of a query letter before, but I just want to touch on the highlights and that is to make a personal connection with the person that you're querying. Tell tell me why you chose me. Tell me, is it because you love an author that I, that I work with or books that I've worked on or whatever it may be. Tell me why you chose me. I, I want to know that I'm not just like a random person on a list that you right. got, that you downloaded from some website, or, you know, even um, if they
1: are, yes. you better do at least enough research Yes, to, you know, little white lie convincingly.
0: Yeah. And yep, better I... yet,
1: even if they were a name on the list and you do the research and you can't find anything to compliment them, then why are you querying them? Right. You know, that's right. probably not going to be a great fit for you
0: um, lead with your strength. So if you've got a hundred thousand followers, goodness, lead with that. If you've got a speaking thing, lead with that. If you've won awards, lead with that. If you have an endorsement from someone, lead with that. If you lead with the coolest thing about you in terms of like who you are as an author, business person, artist, whatever. Um, Lead with that so that we don't have to go digging for it or put it in freaking bold so that we don't miss it.
1: Right. Just um, like Yeah. A query letter is really it's speed dating. Yeah. Right. It's not a relationship. It's a query letter. Yeah. This is speed dating. Tell me what's important about you, the deal breakers, all that stuff that you gotta just know up front about somebody before you'd even be interested in spending more time with them. It's the same thing. Right.
0: The best thing to do is to pitch in person, Guaranteed yeah. the best thing that you can do. Um, I know that those opportunities are few and far between these days, but if you can get an in-person pitch, do it. Even through Zoom, that's better than just an email that
1: oh, absolutely. has
0: no personality and that I can reject in an instant without any second thoughts. Right. And then last, a form rejection does not have hidden meaning <laughs> i've been lurking on reddit and i've been seeing like you know the posts and like the publishing forums of like they're decrypting this... it <laughs> what did they mean when they said sincerely
1: nearly <laughs> 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 <I> just... <laughs> fell over in my chair what, what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> they're being sincere
0: right it's just what? A closure to an email. They didn't, what else am I going to put? Um, yeah, there was one where it was like, um, it said, like, it said something like this has promise or something like, I don't know, something that was encouraging, Mm -hmm. but, but the, the form rejection was still only like three lines long. Right. And the person was just like, what does this mean? Does this mean that maybe they actually read it? And then I am just sitting there thinking, don't read into the form rejections. They read as much as they needed to, to know that they didn't want to represent it. Mm. And that was one line or that was 10 pages or that was, you know,
1: the Mm -hmm. whole thing. They read as much as they needed. Oh, man. Yeah. uh,
0: I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's, (laughs) that's. Oh,
1: (laughs) I don't even want to trad deal. And that's still like, just kind of hit me in the side a little bit. (laughs) Oof. <laughs> <Ow>. Well
0: <laughs> I think if we approached everything from the mindset of like I'm gonna read this until I like it, we'd be right. our, our to be read pile would be
1: <laughs> right <laughs> insane. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like oh my gosh.
0: We have to read it until yeah. Anyway, so don't take don't read into the form responses. Don't read into really any response as like a hidden thing. They will come out and tell you what they want you to do. If they want you to resubmit, they will tell you. Yeah. If they think that you should rework the manuscript and submit elsewhere, they will say that. It's not like Mm -hmm. a hidden, and maybe you can send it back to me too. Like they will, they will say, what they want. So if you get a form rejection and if it's just thanks, but no thanks, this isn't for us. That's exactly what they mean. They don't want to see it again. They doesn't mean that they don't like it. It's just not for them. It wasn't the outfit that they decided to try on that day.
1: So I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Because this is a business, Mm -hmm. you know, if an agent really wanted you to resubmit it or if an agent really wanted you to resubmit it, why wouldn't they? say that directly why would they play a game of well they have to like they have to chase me i know we likened this to speed dating earlier but it's very different in that way where you know people are just gonna they're just gonna be upfront about it because this is money this is livelihood for an agent why would they play a cat and mouse game with a manuscript that well i secretly wanted it but they had to they had to query me more (laughs) <laughs> they mm-hmm. had to query me harder. Like mm-hmm. what? That's not a thing. Yeah. If they, yeah. if they really wanted it from you, they would say that, or if they yeah. wanted, you know, changes, they would say that if yeah. that's not what they say. Right. And
0: we have learned on this side of the desk, we have learned, at least I have learned the more information I give in my rejections, the Mm -hmm. more likely that author is to respond back of me and to expect even more from me.
1: Right, because you were giving enough with the first time. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you be giving again?
0: Right, and isn't that horrible? Like it trains Mm -hmm. us to then only give them these three lines because Mm -hmm. if I give them more, they're going to expect more. And that's just so sad to me because I want to be able to give people here. Here's really what I think. And you take this and you just go, But it doesn't work that way. They always come back and they always ask again. And and a few years down the road, hey, remember me from this? Just
1: like, oh goodness. (laughs) No. I do not remember you. (laughs) Um, so
0: there you go. Things to keep in mind when writing your queries and don't stress out. Okay, yes, follow submission guidelines. I forgot this one. Follow submission guidelines, but don't stress out about them. If it's not perfectly in line with the submission guidelines that's fine right you know do your it's best
1: a, yep it's a document not a stone tablet yeah. we all know it can be changed
0: mm-hmm. so even me when I'm submitting to some smaller indie houses they have submission guidelines I just send them the proposal I don't go through the proposal and make sure that it has everything in line with what they want and I've never once had them say this isn't what we were looking for or you need to put this in Times New Roman um, anyway, so there you have it. Some tips for things to keep in mind as you are querying and getting ready to send out your project. And hopefully you won't send it until January or February. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gate Crashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me gatecrashers. Or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at Gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.